0: Merry Christmas. What a great joy it is for us to gather this morning in celebration of this beautiful act of divine humility. God comes to us in a human nature at Christmas. He comes to us to save us. God sometimes seems so distant, and yet today as we celebrate Christmas, we know that God is not distant because he is drawn close. God, who is great, becomes small. God, who is all-powerful, took on a human nature and became a helpless, vulnerable baby. Why would he do this? St. Augustine answers that question by saying, the only satisfying answer is sheer grace and perfect love. So today we celebrate the love of our God, who so desired for us to be with him forever in heaven, that he lowered himself and took on a human nature so that we might become like god very grateful to have deacon zachary galante at mass today deacon galante is a son of saint francis cabrini parish and he'll be ordained to the priesthood on may 18th the saint john the evangelist cathedral in milwaukee you can tell he's got a great voice god has given him that great voice but so has his mother who was the cantor at Mass today, Michelle. So at least two of our three soloists at Mass today can sing very well. As Meatloaf Meatloaf said, two out of three ain't bad. So we'll, we'll take it. About a decade ago, I went to the Holy Land with a group of parishioners from the parish where I was assigned. And one of the stops on our trip was Bethlehem. There in Bethlehem, We were very privileged to be able to offer the sacrifice of the Mass. We offered the Mass in the Grotto Chapel beneath the great Basilica of the Nativity, and that Grotto Chapel was just a stone's throw from where Jesus was born 2,000 years ago. I remember before that Mass began, I was waiting in the sacristy to be given the green light to begin processing toward that Grotto Chapel. In order to get there, one had to walk through the crowded basilica, descend several flights of steps, pass other auxiliary chapels, before eventually arriving at that grotto chapel, which, as I said, was just a stone's throw from where God took on human flesh 2,000 years ago. I recall as I was waiting to leave, I was vested, holding my chalice. And at the last minute, the sacristan said, Father, give the chalice to the deacon. You take this. And he literally threw into my arms, a very fragile, life-size, painted statue of the baby Jesus, which terrified me. (laughs) I know some of you parents can cook a meal and talk on the phone and feed a baby all at once, but I don't have those skills. So as I was holding this fragile statue of the baby Jesus, I was terrified, thinking that he might slip through my arms and fall to the marble and shatter into a thousand pieces. Fortunately, that didn't happen. I held him very, very tightly. I was also just very embarrassed, though, walking around this crowded basilica holding this life-size statue of Jesus. But I did as the sacristan said. I walked through the basilica (laughs) holding Jesus, descended those flights of steps, passed the extra chapels, and then eventually arrived at the assigned chapel. And there, right in front of the altar, there was an empty manger. It was very clear I was to place Jesus in that empty manger. At that moment, everything clicked, and I realized just how the Eucharist and Christmas go hand in hand. 2,000 years ago, Christ came to us in the flesh, and at every single Mass, Christ comes to us in the Eucharist. 2,000 years ago, he made himself fully present. God made himself fully present to Mary and Joseph and the shepherds. And at every single Mass, Jesus makes himself truly, substantially present to us. You could say that the Eucharist prolongs Christmas. It is Christmas extended through space and time. And this means that the wonderful gifts of Christmas, the joy and hope and peace of Christmas, are communicated to us in the gift of the Most Holy Eucharist. You could say that because of the Eucharist, we can always celebrate Christmas. The Eucharist is Christmas, always. And this is true even when times are very, very hard. Just 45 miles from where I offered that Mass in Bethlehem about a decade ago is Gaza. You may have read in the news last weekend that a horrible thing happened at the Catholic Church, the only Catholic Church in Gaza. A mother and her daughter were killed, they were shot, and a rocket hit the Missionaries of Charity convent, which is right next to that Catholic Church. The Missionaries of Charity are Saint Mother Teresa of Calcutta's sisters, who are there to serve the poor, the sick, and the dying. Recently, the parish priest has commented on their dire situation. He's explained that they don't have any fuel left to power the generators, so they don't have any electricity. They have very little water, and they don't have much food either. They are in dire straits. Given that circumstance, you'd think they wouldn't worry anymore about seemingly unessential things like rituals and liturgy and the mass. But I saw a photo from last weekend that really shocked me. Right after this horrific thing happened, the priest was offering Mass for the third Sunday of Advent, and he was distributing Holy Communion to his wounded parishioners so need of hope and peace. At that moment, I realized just how essential it is that the Eucharist communicates to us those gifts of Christmas. I know that every day this week, the priest has continually offered the Mass, and he offered the Mass again for Christmas. These people who are so in need of peace, who are so in need of comfort, they are the ones who show us the power of the Eucharist, because in the Eucharist, they receive what they most deeply desire. And the truth is that in the Eucharist, all of us receive what we most deeply desire, peace that endures, unconditional love. These gifts God continually pours out upon his church through the great sacrament that he left us of his son's body, blood, soul, and divinity. How fitting it is that when Jesus was born, Mary laid him in a manger. As you know, a manger is a feeding trough. You'd put food in a manger. Animals would eat out of it. And that is where Christ was laid, Christ who is our spiritual nourishment, Christ who is the bread of life, the only bread come down from heaven who can truly satisfy our deepest desires. Friends, in the Eucharist, God has given us a remarkable gift. In the Eucharist, God has given us Christmas always. And so at this Mass, as we humbly approach our God, who humbled himself to dwell among us, let us open our hearts in thanksgiving. Let us thank him for all of his gifts, but most importantly, for his gift of salvation. Like Mary and Joseph, let us adore him. And let us give this baby Jesus what he most desires, which is all the love within our hearts.